Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your new source for all types of podcasts. We are looking for new podcasts to add to our channel. So if you ever wanted to start a podcast, reach out to us via Twitter, DM, or just add us at SND Podcast. Or message us on Facebook or even email us at SNDPodcast at gmail.com. Once you reach out to us, we'll tell you the best way to create a podcast. All types of podcasts are, are welcome. So anything you want to talk about for a podcast, just let us know. No idea is a bad idea. We're already on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and all other podcast apps. All you have to do is record the podcast. So hit us up soon so you can start your podcast now. Welcome to episode 172 of the S&D Podcast Show. Steven, Vin, and Dan are here. Yes, we were going to take the week off, but we decided, hey, Vince Young wants to come back. We might as well do a show. If Vince Young can come back, so can we. And not only that, there was a lot of uh, stories in New York sports this week. Oh, that's not important. Johnny Menzel and Vince Young are working out to be quarterbacks again. Oh, boy. (laughs) That could be a hell of a... Can we we start this right now? Who has the better shot? Johnny Menzel. (laughs) <laughs> really? I think Vince is a better arm. They can both go to Canada and have a hell of a rivalry with I, leading teams to titles. I think if Manziel was really vouched on this, go to Canada, earn it. He would be a hell of an Arena League quarterback. Go to Canada. Don't go to the Arena League. Either one. Go to Canada. Go to Canada, play a year, show you have it still, then someone here is going to want you. Ricky Williams did it. Ricky Williams yeah, did it. Flutie. Did. Everybody did it. Flutie did it. Flutie did it. I don't think Vic ever went. Moon. Well, Vic was Moon. Known. Uh, Vic was a little busy. Yeah, Vic was in jail. No, but I'm saying when he came <laughs> out, he didn't go there. He just didn't play. Philly, no, Philly signed him right away. Within yeah, a week. Really? Within yeah. a week. Andy oh, Reid had the press conference was I like... I had that timeline off. Okay, it was like a month. Within a month, he was, he was an eagle. Um, last week's show, 171, raising money for Jen. Thank you for everybody who listened. Uh, we raised $105, so more money for Jen. Uh, best of wishes to her. We're praying for you. Keep fighting. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, all other podcast apps. Uh, search us in the podcast channel on... Did you say Instagram? I don't think you ever said Instagram. I said Instagram. Okay. I always say Instagram. That's top three ones. Gotcha. Uh, search us in the podcast channel on iTunes. Make sure you go to the review section. Give us a nice little rate, little review. And, you know, you could be mean in the review part. Just be nice in the rating part. Correct. Uh, Weissman Osho, Fan Vote, Rising Apple. Uh, we're working on a baseball preview for next week. Uh, too early in the spring baseball preview for next week. Jay's Week in Wrestling. Jay's Week in Wrestling. We just had an hour off-air conversation we wrestling did. without Jay. So we're going to have Jay on. We're going to get Jay on. Get Jay on come WrestleMania. Yep. Um, best wishes to him and his move, his family move to Florida. Uh, so he will actually be in at WrestleMania. Wow. Yes, there he will go. be going to Orlando for WrestleMania. Makes sense. Um, this week's show, song is Freak Show Division 1.1. Came on the radio today in the car, so it just made it a lot easier to pick a song. Well, my iPod. Also Not because really the, radio. the New York Knicks are, are a freak show. Well, 
We don't really need the song to figure that one out. But it just fits. <laughs> it does fit into our lead-off topic. Leading off. All right. Welcome back to the SNE Podcast Show. And like we were just mentioning, the uh, freak show of the next is about what? A week and two oh, days? it's been old. a week. A week and a day. <laughs> week and a day. Exactly. Just well, about we're recording Thursday. It happened last Wednesday. And it's right. kind of... Over. No, it's no, still going on. No, this well, is nowhere yeah, near over. Not till the press conference happens. Okay. Not well. till the press conference happens. So let's recap. Yes. Charles Oakley sitting a row behind James Dolan at the Knicks Clipper game. Next thing you know, the game ticket. stopped. If you if you listen to last week's show, <laughs> yeah. Stephen says and Charles Oakley just got tackled. <laughs> and then that's where and that's where and that's I in the ending. recording. Right. Might I might I just off topic a little bit, note for everybody, that is in the ending of the show. Right, so you guys So we do it. do segments in our show, so sometimes we like to mix up the segments the way we record it, especially when we're having guests and stuff. So, you know, we recorded the ending a little earlier than we recorded other segments in the show. So that's why that happened early, late in the show, but really, ideally, it was... It was at the end of the show. Right, yeah. Just because we had our interviews after. Right, so ideally, he, they, you know, he's been... Charles Oakley was, what? Probably the roughest player they had in the well, 90s. One of them. They were the right. whole team. Him was. and Anthony Mason were the, uh, were the you know, he, he enforcers. Was, right. The enforcers they, of the early 90s Knicks teams. Right. Um, so his mentality was always one of those. He's always been that type of player. And, you know, right. this is a guy who came in the league the same year as Jordan. And, you know. Right. You don't come down the lane on this kind of thing. He's but an old school player. Right. right. That's how the NBA was in the in the eighties and the late in the early nineties. Right. If you watch all the history between like the Pistons and the Lakers, right. Lakers of the nineties, you know they fought all the time. If you want to watch a good documentary, the Bad Boys Pistons documentary is a good right. one. Right. And they beat yes. the crap out of people. Yeah. Right. Right. So you know a lot of players saw that and was like, all right, this is awesome. This is what I'm going to be. This right. is how I'm going to make it in the league. And Oakley was one of those guys. But he was also a double double player. He averaged double double and was a, a an All Pro. Well, you know, right, star player and you know, in his prime. And you know, if you think about that that Eastern Conference Championship team in '94, you think your your big three of that team was Starks, Ewing, and Oakley, mm-hmm. right? Right, with with a bunch of role players of Mason and down Dan will be able to name a couple other guys, but you know, Oakley's a beloved Nick, right, for years, and this is not one of the games that they brought him in. No, he bought his own ticket. He bought his own he ticket to this game ticket. now. He, we don't know the, the we don't real know the, story. We don't know the real story. It's right now. It's he said, she said, and then right now it's it's both parties were wrong. <laughs> let's let's phrase that. Oh, let's right, yes, like one hundred percent. Let's phrase that because people are going crazy. Oh, it's Team Dolan. No, no one's Team Dolan. But everybody's saying <laughs> no one's ever Oakley. been Team Dolan. No, no. <laughs> but but let's let's just phrase it as it's both team both parties are wrong at the situation. Um, obviously. There hasn't been a video of either situation of what stirred this up, unfortunately, yet. Right, nobody knows how this stirred up. The Garden said they had video, but it wasn't anything. The fans' videos in the courtside were just as good, or even better. So, it's just one of those weird scenarios that storylines that just won't die. And even the uh, commissioner and Michael Jordan even intervened. Obviously, they got the ban to lift, but uh, Charles Oakley's like, I'm not... Not going, obviously, because look what they did to me. They had a and and, a, and, and Oakley he, publicly said, "I want to, I want to uh, an apologetic." And press not there, yeah, right, right. right. Um, Barely got him on the Michael K show. 
Yeah, with Michael K. Show, he basically called him an alcoholic. <laughs> so I'm shocked Oakley's not suing him for some sort of slander if, in fact, he's not an alcoholic because... Uh, Dolan was 100% reading oh, yeah. a notepad. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because I didn't watch the interview. I heard it. I was listening yeah, no, to it live. I was live. listening to it, too. So I was listening to it. But later on, I saw clips on, on television of it. And he's looking up and down. So he's, he's, he's reading, reading... Someone gave him some lawyer's notes or his yeah, notes. Yeah, definitely. He's reading the MSG story. Now... They had a guy on, a guy called up Francesa, who has seat, seats around Oakley. He said he was like five rows away. And he said he wasn't yelling anything. And I, don't, I think in this day and age, if Oakley was yelling something, it's not going to take him yelling one thing. And the words where they were saying, they were like the most vile things you've ever heard right. in a life. And, and that's coming from a quote-unquote cop that obviously hears a lot of crap during his normal shift. So... It's it's just a weird scenario, and now that NBA players, even Oakley himself, is bringing race into the issue, which is not really called for, but to each their own. And this just story just won't die, and it's just typical Knicks right now. The last fifteen years, I I tend to go on Oakley's side. They're saying he yelled some stuff. I'm thinking if you're sitting there and you're sitting two, three rows behind Charles Oakley and you hear him yelling things at James Dolan, I'm recording that. I don't know, and I haven't seen any fan videos of anybody from the recordings of Oakley yelling. Now, he completely went nuts and was out of line when they tried to kick him out. Well, that's completely well, I, on him. I, I gave him credit for that because if you watch that, if you kind of like watch all angles, you got the security guards kind of. Giving him hand, putting his hands, and he's saying, "Stop! I'm gonna come with you. Stop pushing me." No, but then he goes nuts and starts right, fighting them. Right, because they keep pushing him. He, okay, but he, that still doesn't give you the right. You right, you right. Just, if you just start walking, they're gonna stop pushing. And you. also, I find it interesting that they're firing the head of security two they're days later. Yeah, that, just... yeah, that was a scapegoat. It's just a weird situation. They scapegoated him because the way the Dolan was making it sound like he, the minute he walked into the garden. He was a jackass. Right. He, they, and they and made there it was no like video was... of that, and there's no but evidence But the other thing is, because Oakley said he has people follow him when he comes in the building, how would they know he was being a jackass if there wasn't actually people following the whole time? They said that every time a former player or, or celebrity comes in the building, because they have that special entrance for them to get to their, those seats down yeah. there and where they're going to sit. Right. Security guard. You got you got at least one security guard with him at all times. The other thing is, he said he bought them on StubHub. Is that even possible? Do you think they're selling tickets on StubHub oh, yeah, for definitely. three rows behind the owner? I, yes, I'm not hundred percent for okay. a game like that. Where who are Clippers? But yeah. Clippers, you're making bank. You got a, you got a big team coming in yeah. like that. You're making big okay. money. Every ticket's for sale. Yeah, every ticket's for no sale. matter who it is. Question is, who's owned that ticket? Who owned that ticket? That's a good question. I, I I haven't heard anything, but he was right next to McEnroe. I, I'm assume I don't think that's like I don't think he bought that in StubHub. I think he was. No, McEnroe was a row in front of him. Okay, McEnroe so, was sitting with Dolan. He but he's McEnroe was right and there. The funniest, people were right there. The funniest thing about that was Oakley's people were trying to get McEnroe, and McEnroe was like, "Nah, stay, keep me far away from this." Situation. Well, Mac is McEnroe. He's had enough crap in his life. He knows what's going on. I, no, what, what is he gonna do? Yeah. Right. No. Well, he could have vowed. Macaro likes for what his happened. free tickets to Knicks. Right, exactly. <laughs> he could have vowed that he wasn't yelling at him, which I don't know. But I don't really think anybody thinks he was. But the fact that they went, they took it to the, you know, in the, just in the first statement, they said, you know, we hope he gets help. 
like the the PR thing was low. a terrible was yeah, a terrible a, and play, then, and then the Dolan interview just made it even made, it, made him look even more. Latrell Sprewell, who hasn't been at the Garden for fifteen years, <laughs> and Ben Baker, who was a Nick for three months, it was just an ugly situation. And the Knicks just keep typical Knicks, not making it any better. It was just ugly. Just it, right, ugly. they tried to make it better by bringing a guy in who hasn't been there in fifteen. And years. it looks even worse that one meeting, one meeting with the commissioner, and they lift this ban. He clearly wasn't that serious about the ban. Well, he said on the ESPN radio interview, he said, because the, the band was announced about half hour before right, on the Michael K show. Right. So somebody handed Michael K a note that said, this Dolan, Dolan just told us this in the other room. He wants you to make the announcement, so it's something you can ask him about. Because, you know, again, they had to give Michael K a list of questions. They had to give those guys questions because he had, like I said, he has notes. That, yeah, means, that means the questions were already set up for him. At, at least the topics. Right. So, you know, you asked him those questions. He said it right away. The band's happening for now. I hope one day he's back at the Garden. This, you know, which is, you know, the prototypical... He, he said that at Michael K too. He did say that at Michael Kay's show. That they would, they would, that would, he would help, that he would help them out with any situation. So... This is all... It's all mumbo jumbo. Um, I found it interesting. The Michael Rappaport podcast had Doc Rivers, okay, who was the coach of the Clippers. Michael was it? Isn't the comedian, right? Yeah, he went nuts. he was he on, went nuts. He, he was on Coward. And he right. went nuts. He has been going insane about it. Yeah, because the next day was the snow. Right. So he went straight to Coward's show right. in the city and was like, "I'm on with you. Right. We're doing this." Right. And but he had Rivers. Rivers played with Oakley. Okay. I think Rivers wasn't a Nick, right, Dan? Yeah, he was. He was uh, He was on the Knicks during the championship years. Okay, so he was on the Knicks. So they played together. So they're friends. They know each other. They're, right. they're tight. He started walking over there. He's like, my friend's getting beaten up. My friend's getting in trouble. I need to go help him. Right. And the ref said, you got to stay where you are. And, well, that, and Doc was the one who said, look what's going on over there. Stop the game. But that's the thing. That's a good move by the Mets. If Doc goes in the stands, then the assistant coach is going in the stands, then you got to mouse the palace all over again. No, you don't have that. You have him going to help his friend. Yeah, that, but the, that's but, the issue. But then uh, the ref made the right like, move of stopping him. Ref then had to stop the game. Stopping right, the correct. game was also the right if, move because if Doc, that falls on the court. If Doc goes in there, then the security guards are going to start fighting with him, and then his coaches are going to come in, and then his players are going to come in, and it's going to be a mess. You can't let coaches and people just walk in. They were trying to handle a situation that really had nothing to do with Doc, besides the fact it was a friend of his. Right. So, Doc just wanted to make sure he was okay. But again, middle of the game, nobody's doing anything. Doc's walking over there making sure this game is stopping because that situation needs to not get on the court. That situation falls on the court. Players are getting involved. Right. Because, you know, now you're in my way. You fall, you fall on Melo's leg. Right. Fall on Melo's leg. Melo's close. wasn't that far away from the court, obviously. Right. Mello, Mello's leg cracks in half. Then what? <laughs> now everyone's complaining because not only did you make a great player, uh, a fan favorite player, um, look bad, you just broke your best player's leg. Right. The whole situation was just completely out of control. Even the Chili Peppers were making fun of it. I'm at the Chili Pepper concert the other night. He guy's playing piano for them for one of the songs. And he goes, weren't you one of the security guards messing up with Oakley? Oh, and then God. a Charles Oakley chant's going on in the garden. Of course, every event that's there is a Charles Oakley chant. Yeah. 
because Dolan is in trouble for this, and fans are. This is a fan's chance to. This is the this is the best chance the fans have to go against Dolan. Here's my question, and I, I'm pretty sure the answer is yes. If the Knicks are good and in a playoff spot, is is the same outrage happening at Dolan? Hundred percent no, because it's all about winning, and the, and the Knicks haven't been good. It's after it's one right. dumpster fire after another. After no, another, I agree. Which you know, obviously, you're do you have a pulse and you watch sports. So. When you when your team is bad like they, the Knicks have been, you need something to get be get anti owner. You do, but the owner's not obviously mean. Right, the owner's not going anywhere, but you know, it's not going to do anything. And then I. While this situation wasn't handled well, Dolan has done what he said he was going to do. All We all wanted, through all the bad Isaiah years and the Donnie Walsh years, we all said, just do what you do with the Rangers and hire somebody to run the team and get out of the way. But, and that's what he did. But now we But the person him. he hired is garbage. But it's now... Not, it's just, we, yeah, sorry. The, but now we yeah. need him to intervene, and he's not doing it. Right, I mean... But I have to give him credit for doing what needed to be done. The person that he hired happened to blow up in his face. Who was There's it? not much. Who was it? Was he it, could do was about it that? Michael K. Show. Was it Francesa? I don't remember which show it was on, but they said it the best. You know, when they brought Phil Jackson in, was there a bigger story in New York? No. Was no. there anything the Knicks fans rooted for more than bringing in Phil Jackson? No. Nothing. No. It no, was nobody Phil was Jackson. against this move. Right. Now it's the worst thing to ever right. happen. But it's but that's but just that, but that's, that's the how way it, it works. That's the way it is, especially in New York. Yeah. You make a move, you, you if it doesn't work, you're gonna get backlash. So I'm not gonna say it was a bad move bringing in Phil, but it hasn't worked. Somebody yeah. has to change it has to change. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna change. I don't think there's no way he could dig himself out of the hole. I don't know. I guess we will see what happens with it. We will. The question is what happens here with Dolan? Dolan's not going to step down as the owner of the Knicks. He can't. He's not. He's but the owner of the building. Do you, I think we talked about this on the live show we had. Do we trust Phil to, to start the rebuild? I don't. I don't even trust Bill, Phil to continue what's going on now. I would if I would trade what you could. Nobody wants Mel, Derek Rose at this point. If you can get rid of him, get rid of him. Hang on to Melo until the offseason. He's not going anywhere. And then How many more years is Melo? Two more. Right. You're not getting rid of him. He's not going anywhere. You're not and getting rid of him till the end of the contract. That you're last not getting year. rid of him because we belittled him. If they can get a first-round pick, if they can trade a combination of whatever they have on this roster outside of Porzingis for a first-round pick, I'm doing it. You know what's the biggest thing also with Phil now is that mellow max deal. Yeah. Giving him the max deal. Because, you know, most max deals don't have no trade clauses. Very few. I think it's Kobe. It was Kobe. It was Dirk. And Mello, the only ones that have no trade clauses. Right. Well, had no trade clauses. Kobe obviously isn't around anymore, right. but Dirk has one. But Dirk's not getting traded. Right. You, and you, Dirk's retiring. He already announced retirement. But when at they the signed that, you wouldn't think there was any reason to trade Mello either. I just, right. I, I, I wouldn't think, give anybody I think, I think no he signed that. I think he signed that coming off the year he won the scoring title. Yeah, he, well, then he signed it. Or maybe it, the year after he, he signed, signed it coming title. off the 51 season. Right. You knew it because you you saw it and you said, "All right, we're building with you. You're the guy. You're the main." Although it was team. the year after the fifty one season because they had to bring Jr. back and he was terrible. No, it and was, they were bad. No, it was the summer of Phil. Phil did the contract. Right, Phil. That was the first move Phil made. Right, but was it, that deal. it wasn't after the fifty one season? Why would they bring in Phil after no, fifty one season? After right, when was, we won twelve games. Right, exactly. 
Right, but Phil was the one who gave him the contract, which is now looking bad because you can't get rid of him. Right. And nobody wants Melo on the team anymore, but, you know. Which, uh, I was listening Which, to... the whole, if you really want to look at where the next disaster started was that trade. I, I Traded would... the entire team. They did. You were having a good year, you traded the entire team for one guy. I mean, uh, there was a lot of factors. Amari couldn't stay healthy. Somebody made a good point on, um, I think it was Colin Cowherd made a good point. All the all the players and everybody, you know, Chris Paul and and LeBron are saying, "Oh, we love Carmelo. He's a, he's he's part of the crew and this and that." They've all had chances to trade for him now, and it hasn't happened. If I'm LeBron, I'm screaming at, now at Gilbert to make that move now. Now, now that love's hurt, how you have to make that move? You gotta get a guy. Did you see um, Kyle Korver by the way? Shooting the ball from half court. The only nailing thing is, it with 12 seconds on the... <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> the only thing is Love's only out for six weeks, so he's going to be backed by the finals. Nothing they do in the regular season matters. Nothing they do even in the first round, they don't need Kevin Love. The best was... The problem is, and why they're not going to do that trade, is Melo is not going to do what Kevin Love does for them. No. I take, I'll take i take a couple of points less for with Kevin Love, because right. you'll get the other... He's going to get... He'll, if you just say... If you just say... Listen, we'll take care of the scoring. Go get 15 boards. He can do it. Right. Melo is not going to rebound. Melo's role would be sitting on the on the perimeter shooting, which he doesn't want to do. Right. Um, and also, what was I going to say about that? Um, the best was they played Saturday. They played Sunday. They beat the Spurs. Right. And then I think they played on the road the next night. Was it? No, they played the Spurs on Sunday. And then um, they had another game, and then I think they had... They had another game between them and they played Cleveland. No, then they played uh, no. o- uh, OKC. OKC, right. Okay. I remember I was watching a clip during that game and they said Melo is so excited for the All-Star break to just Relax. take time away and just... He even said it. Yeah. Even he publicly said, not making it sucks, but, you know, I'm quite happy with the fact that I'm going to be able to go and and sit there and do nothing. With all this stuff going on, he needs a break. Did he get elected though? He got replaced. He, he was replaced replaced and Kevin Love. Fucking awful. I mean, that's just so now he's language. there. Pardon my language. That's just it's rough for him. Because I I could see with all this stuff, he could just him and Lala can go somewhere for three days and just do whatever they want. And just sit at home. I, but he he could you know go to Hawaii or do something. Just just get away. It's Mello. That's his game right. of the year. The year it was at the at the Garden two years ago. Well, that was. He should have just he win MVP like within the last four or five years. I don't or should have won MVP. He just year. played that game because it was at the Garden. That was the year it was, it was at his knee. Right. Yeah. yeah. He and it was at Barclays. Right. He made the team. Right. Wasn't it was elected at, to the team. It was at Barclays <laughs> and the Garden. Well, he got the, com- the he competition got was in the Barclays and the game was at the Garden and he just played for the game. And then he he went out with his knee because they weren't in it. Because we won 12 games. Like. Right. Lexi's fed. <laughs> Lexi's fed. I will never forget being at that T-Wolves game. They're down a, down a point overtime. Sved driving to the hoop. Shoots it from underneath. Hmm? <laughs> it's like Nick season in a, in a nutshell. Right there. See that little play? But yeah. I, the, the Knicks are going nowhere. They got to do their best. Uh, the absolute, I mean, obviously you want picks. Uh, can they, the question is, can they buy out 
Carmelo. They probably can not. You? I would trade them if they can trade them. I was thinking about they got to get a first round pick and they got to get it now because this draft is deep. I, I was you can thi- get two starters in this draft. I was thinking about the the buyout because it came up in my time hop the anniversary of Amari Stoudemire getting bought out with again I think it was the twelve win season <laughs> in the middle of the year when it was already over. That being said, let's go take a break and we'll be right back in. All right, welcome back to the SMD Podcast, episode 172. You just listened to Freak Show. Um, sad news in Giantland, even though it wasn't shocking. It was definitely sad to see one of the most fan-favorite Giants you know, of Vin all is, time. Is very upset about Rashad Jennings being cut. Yeah, Rashad Jennings. <laughs> even, though, even, though, <laughs> even though Rashad Jennings is a great guy and everything, um, it was not really a big deal for him to be cut. It's really all about Victor Cruz. Um, sad day in Giant Land, but it, it we, it's be, supposed to happen. Before before we move forward, can we just shot down the the Peterson tweet right now? I want nothing to do with it until he's cut by the Vikings. Oh yeah, of course. I want it. I want. I'm not dreaming it. I'm not thinking about it. I don't give a shit until he's cut to the Vikings. Of course, it's and just it's, weird. It's, it's, it's but weird it's, that he he had the tweet. But it's yeah. definitely interesting. Like I said but, in my Instagram post, even though it's probably not gonna happen, it's still like crazy to think. I don't know. A healthy him and a, and Sam Bradford next year because they're saying Teddy's out. You know that team could be could be actually pretty good. We saw how good that team could be with oh, that yeah, defense. Definitely. You add Peterson to that team. Who knows what can happen? You know, Peterson opens up for Bradford. The thing the I always I always think about with, with people tweeting stuff like that is, you don't have to tweet. You don't have to say anything. He didn't have to tweet anything. He could just go doing whatever he's doing. And also, it could have been sh- like it. You could have been bad because he didn't really imply. He one could way be friends with Jennings. He could be friends with Cruz. Right. He could be. He could be saying, "Ooh, look at them. They're cutting Jennings. I would love to have him as my teammate." Or, or maybe he wants Cruz there to help with Stefan Diggs. Maybe he... Uh, you know, he, bring Cruz in as the third right. receiver. Right, so there was a lot of things you could have meant by it, but the fact he brought the Giants up and he's thinking about Again, what the Giants are doing... This is the second time. Right, is a a thing. Um, Again, we don't know what the Vikings are thinking. There's yeah. still three weeks, at least, till he's even considered. And the thing is his age and how much the Giants have of cap space and them wanting to right. sign JPP and Hankins, it's probably not going to happen. Well, and one of them's getting tagged. Hankins is getting tagged. No, he's not. I read he's making fourteen million if he's getting tagged, and Hankins is only making nine. So you, you do the math on that. <laughs> you can't. Okay. So you mu- yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was I was on your side until I read that. Tagging he he's the one that you tag if you're going to tag. Well, tagging people keeps them, but you also have to pay them the average of the top five players in their position. Thanks to Dominic and Sue. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so Sue and Aaron Thanks, Donald Dolphins. just got paid. It just drives the price up for a defensive. Yeah. Pack. No, I, I forgot which which uh, beat writer wrote that, but I read uh, you know it, what? You if know, I now that I recall, I remember somebody saying, "Stop asking me if Hankins is being tagged. He's not." JPP maybe now, no no you're not he already they already said he doesn't want to do it he doesn't want to do it they're not dealing with it again you right know, so then last time they did it, he blew up a hand so. right exactly so no, I don't think did. either of them are getting tagged Late, oh no he didn't get tagged last year two years ago two they, years. yeah two years ago he did right and he, he just he signed, signed a one year contract right right and I was and I jumped on with the uh, Weissman and I saw Monday when it happened and I mentioned to them another thing that people don't realize is Beckham's going into that fourth year of the contract. Now you got to start thinking about him as well. And like you're, you're not, you're getting him another deal. You're picking up the option as and soon as the league opens. You're announcing you're picking up his option for the following year, so it gives you two years. But 
This is that season where you start talking to him about no, the contract. No, yeah, because he's holding out eventually. Right. Well, if it's always, not this year, it's next year. He's going to be holding out. For but a there's always ways to work. Like DRC has a big deal right now. You could change that. Eli could always rework. Well, you his already deal. know Eli's going to rework. And not to mention that everybody's going to obviously talk about Beckham because he obviously Beckham. Um, people, everybody's forgetting. Everybody's forgetting that Collins is a second round pick, so there's no option for him. So he's about to get right. paid. As he's well. got to get paid. Also, he's only got another year, I think. After this, yes. I think it's only four. I think it's, it's gonna be four o- years and a fifth year option Odell for first and- rounds, and four year and four years flat. For yes, second it's round. gonna be Odell and um, it's gonna be Odell and Collins the same year. So that's gonna be a, sh- a crazy offseason as well, unless something happens before that. So free agency, where the Giants made big moves last year. Might be a smaller area, oh, just no, some it, depth moves this year. They're going to have to build a team to the draft, which um, means linemen and running backs. Right, as of today, roughly $30 million of cap space. For but the again, you also got to realize that the NFL has not officially announced next year's cap number. That's true, so it's going to go up as, a little bit. As of today, at as 920 of, on Thursday, the fifth, uh, the 16th, it's $30 million. That they have available. Right now. Right, okay. So the, the cap could go up a little bit, that's going to help a little bit. But you also have to... You're going to have to build through the draft with this team. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's going to be interesting to see. Listen, but... you got to realize the same offensive line is coming back minus Newhouse. It's going to be Jerry. It's going to be... Um, um, well, then expect Jerry to have and, uh, and Hart on the right side. It's going to be the Flowers. the same problems and... they had last year. Well, I said to my dad... You can't you pay... block anybody. Then I you said to my dad, anybody. if you, you know, you're bringing... A left tackle, and he wins the job over Flowers, and you move him back to the right side. Then at least Eli will be able to see the guy when he passes Flowers. Yeah, you know, one thing that scares me is the <laughs> top the top tackle on everybody's board um, is a thirty five year old from the Bengals. Um, that's kind of scary. The guy the Jets cut wouldn't be on your board. Well, that before I actually looked, but no, he's always hurt. It's just that you have to bring in somebody. You can't just go into it the same. No, way. I, I, I agree. I, with I'm bringing you. in. A, I'm bringing you. in a guy to compete with him. I'm not bringing in Will Beatty. Well, I'm bringing right. in a guy to compete Obviously. with him and making him earn his spot to play. But if we got signed the guy from the the Bengals, he's starting right away, and he and Flowers is moving to the right. Andrew side. Whitlock, Whitworth, something like Whitworth, that. Whitworth, something Whitworth, something. right? Okay, so Someone's so there's that. But but again, you know, you could draft a guy and, and the you draft Dolphins a guy in the, tackle got cut today. The as well. Dolphins three-time Pro Bowler got cut today. So the the there is intrigue there. Right. The question is. What are these guys going to... What's names, the asking price for these? The names things? have to change. It can't be the same people. No. I, I, I think ideally they love Hart. I think Jerry could be a guy that changes. It's just... And I, I know you... you Paul, Parkin, Paul Parkin showed, you know, some, some fl- flashes of brilliance last year. You need uh, a... a bru- some, some kind of I said it powerful the, back. I said it in December. He's the Ahmad Bradshaw. He's right. our new Amari so Bradshaw. You need, you need a second guy. You need a Brandon Jacobs. You need a Ron Dane. I know you guys hate saying Ron Dane, but you need a th- a, a thunder to the lightning. Yeah. You need, you need, right. You need that other back. I, I don't know. Peterson's not going to be it. No. You know, he but, is. And you guys, we, we talked about this in our chat. You're not a fan of Eddie Lacy, and I completely understand that, but you need that if he's back. If he's the cheap, if he's a if cheap, he's cheap option, listen, if Peterson doesn't get cut and Lacy's a cheap option and they say, listen, we're going to bring you in for camp and... You're not going to make a lot of money unless you make this team. The problem is, one well, he's he's the type of player who needs to take a one year deal somewhere, right. go dominate, and earn another. Running the, run, the running back deep draft. There's what three first round, probably projected. There's projected first round. three first round. Right, picks. Peterson doesn't get cut. At least he's the top running back in free agency. So whoever needs a back, you would think is going to look at him. So he probably wouldn't be the cheap option. And remember, all this draft talk is pre combine. Right, yeah. the things combines. Happen. 
combine is this kid, this Texas quarterback, this Texas Tech quarterback, is the fourth highest ranked quarterback on the board. But everybody's in love with him. And you know, there's a team in Houston that needs a quarterback. You know, bring him in doesn't cost anything. Bring him in, let him sit for the year. I I know we you mentioned it in some mock drafts. Drafting a quarterback in the first round would be the worst thing the Giants could do. But oh no, I 100 percent agree with that. And but you know what? Oh, teams are teams are going to keep mock draft guys are going to keep giving the Giants a guy in the first round because you know the the needs that they need like, the best guys available that they need are not going to be there where right. they draft. I, I know it. it the works. only way they're getting the tight end OJ Howard is if they move up. Right. And you know what? I said it. I saw I said it, it to you and Devin. I don't want OJ Howard. And I saw McCaffrey a bunch of times too. I, I, I don't know if the last what, what is McCaffrey? What is he? What is he? The He's la- Shane Vereen. The last one. Vocal. The last mock I saw no, I was, was I, they had I, the Packers taking McCaffrey in the first round. It'll never happen. The mock the people making that mock draft don't know anything um, and, about the Packers. And uh, Kuiper's mock they had the defensive end from Tennessee. I don't know the name. Right. The yeah, Packers, yeah, yeah. The Packers haven't drafted a skill position player in the first round since Javon Walker, which was over over ten years ago. Right. They're not drafting. They're not going to do it now when their offense was fourth in the league. They're drafting a defensive. I wouldn't player. be upset with McCaffrey. I, would I, be I wouldn't be upset with McCaffrey as long as because he's a jackknife player. Yeah, but I'm cutting Vereen then. Yeah. Okay. I'm cutting Vereen because you're basically bringing in the same guy and McCaffrey's your slot receiver. You may even cut Harris because... I don't think they're going to cut Harris. You can cut Harris. Well, you let McCaffrey Harris, do the he, He's rumored to be he's the making... third name. Yeah, he's going to be rumored to be a guy snacks because they're not cutting DRC. Right. Like everybody right. said... Harris is a big deal. He does have a big... But he has, makes a lot of money. See, Harris is the type of guy, though, where I think that they're going to go to him and say, listen, you yeah, have two options right. here. Pay cut or cut. You would you think know, he's got to take a pay cut. You know, give him another two million because okay. I think he made four. I think he's making four million yeah. or something like that. No, so you know, is, for, a guy, two, for a guy who's a media, a good, very good special teams player, but a mediocre offensive player, there's he, just no room four, in the cap. He's league. a fourth receiver, right? He's a fourth receiver, and a, he's a good punt returner and a good special teams player. Listen, he had a good couple of years he, as a slot guy for the Cowboys. Yeah, but he's not. But you know what, the Cowboys needed that. Right, and you know what, but. What the Cowboys needed was that guy that be, be You always need that guy to be better than him. He's getting to the point where it's taking a toll on him. His biggest thing was he was, he was fearless. We saw him get murdered a bunch of times, especially that last year, the year before. The he got in New Orleans broke his leg. Yeah, he got <laughs> came back and destroyed. Was <laughs> but he, it's starting to take a toll on him. He missed games last year, didn't he? Uh, no, he didn't miss games. Okay. He missed no, he, halves yeah. last year. Okay. And also, there were there were moments where you had Beckham doing punt returns because of him not being able to and slacking. I, and that and we needed it. That, that, that and, and, needed, and they, also Beckham was doing a couple kick returns right. last year too. In big points in the game, I have no problem with doing that. It was definitely punts. I don't remember the. Roots. There was a couple of kick returns where yeah, he was thrown was out a, there. Yeah, it was touchdown. Because similar to like when it comes to a kick return, who cares who's back right. there at no, this point in the league? Yeah. You're just unless you're, you're playing the Patriots. That's why I don't remember. It. Right. right, you're you're not you're not, you know, Beckham's the type of guy who he could be standing on the back the back out line and want to return the ball anyway. Right, but when punt returns is really where you're going to put in a specialty guy. I know in Green Bay they put in Cobb in big moments on punt returns. He's not the every down punt returner, but they put him in on big moments. Something they started doing also well, later. Well, Beckham, Beckham did have three uh, punt return touchdowns. <laughs> two two touchdowns called back. Right. Yeah, with Beckham, he's our specialty. Punt returner, kick returner. With Harris, I think it's more of going to be a pay cut situation because we do need him as a returner. 
Um, obviously, like Steve said before, that the kickoff returns are not meaningless, but they're next to obsolete. So, um, right, you, you just you're better off taking a knee at this yeah. point and just. And for whatever reason, he wasn't really doing that to share Harris, and we'd be starting at the twenty instead of starting at the twenty-five a lot of times this year because he was just taking it back. Might be another reason to come. <laughs> it might be. Um, but he was so good with the punt, the punt coverage game, so that's why he made the Pro Bowl. Right. So, um, I don't know. With that, I could see him being the next guy taking a big cut. Like, like I said before, excuse me, like I said before, earlier in the season, everybody was saying DRC, 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 because they didn't think DRC was going to have six picks and basically be an all-pro. Um, so, um, the Giants are in an interesting spot. Um, like we mentioned before, the segment's really for uh, Victor Cruz. Um, not really a sad day in Giant Land, but it had to happen. But he was a folk hero at, at MetLife Stadium. And uh, definitely, I'm a, unlike Steve, I've been to a handful of games. Well, that's changing next year, obviously. But um, the handful of games I've gone to, Victor Cruz was always the spotlight. And he still has my top memory at Giant MetLife Stadium with uh, beating the Cowboys uh, to win the division and him strolling through the end zone for a 60-yard touchdown. Well, uh, for me, it's wrong. it's always going to be the... Oh, the, the Jets. The Jets. Right. But obviously, being, being there. Right, but being in the building is a different different. Uh, but, yeah, thing. obviously the, that whole season was just right. crazy. But um, cap casualties are, are a thing in this league now. There's really he not was much making nine million. Yeah. He was making $9 million this year, and he obviously didn't deserve, deserve it with the two injuries the last two seasons. It was sad to see, but everybody knew it was coming. He'll catch on somewhere, and he's definitely going to be a guy who will come back and be on the radio and be in the uh, booth. He's, he's, he'll he's, be a, a he's a great speaker. He'll be a, yeah. in a giant, you know, pre and post game yeah. stuff in the future. He, he's a, a New York, New Jersey guy through and through. Obviously, he's from Jersey, so Jersey guy through and through. But you know what I mean by that. Uh, so thank you, Victor Cruz, Rashad Jennings. I'm sorry you're not getting a lot of spotlight. He was a great guy. He didn't get the enough opportunities that everybody he would like, obviously, because of stat-wise. But thank you for being a consummate pro the last three years. So I li- I will always like Rashad Jennings. Me too. That. You know, I've been I've had I've been a big Rashad Jennings proponent the last few years. I thought they could have given him the ball more, but I mean, yeah, that's the, neither here nor there. Yeah, you know. with the offensive line issues and him just not right. being that guy, unfortunately, it just didn't pan out. But. It's going to be interesting to see in the future. Um, like I was, I wanted to tell Steve earlier. Like I told my guy, like the guys I talked to at work. It's still funny. Football season's over, but we still talk about giant football, oh. and and it's um, year round. It is a year round thing, and honestly, the next two years or whatever long Eli has left, they have to think about winning. And, they have to. And it's a win now mentality. And if you're not thinking about winning now, it. it we're wasting our time. So our draft this year, it's all about 2017 season. Uh, yeah, the, it would be great for a couple of project picks, but next year has to be for the this year's draft has to be for this year because God knows one hit to Eli at that age can end it. Knocking on wood, of course, but um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. It's going to be a fun off season, especially like I said earlier, 30 million and like what you said earlier, the cap hasn't been touched yet so it's going to be interesting to see what extra money the giants will have with that 30 million the the combine's coming up in a couple of weeks and the draft you know about a month after that let me ask you something since you're not a giant guy i know we talked about it earlier 
Um, do you you think J they'll they would try to sucker JPP into a franchise tag and then get him to sign a multi year contract? I, feel, I I think that's what's gonna happen. I feel like that could be the situation because I know he wants to be here. The team yeah. that gave him a chance after after he almost screwed up his life, he wants to be here, but he also wants to get paid. No, yeah, that's what so I think, I think, think that's gonna be a franchise tag. We'll put it on hold. We're gonna work on a deal, mm-hmm. but we'll just we'll, we'll figure it out. Or it could be like Des and Demarius this year that we're right at the deadline. Yeah. They sign deals. Yeah, I, I could, could see that, that happening. I could see well. that too. Um, and it's funny when I read that article about Hankins because I was all about Team Hankins getting a franchise tag, right. and then I saw him getting fourteen million, and, and Snacks is only getting nine. That's definitely not happening. Right. It's it's just not worth it. Yeah. So with that being said, we'll be right back, and you'll listen to more Division One Point One Free Show. We'll be right back. And we're back with uh, that was a little that was uh, freak show by Vision One Point One. This is episode one hundred and seventy-two. Uh, just Dan and I finishing off the show. Stephen's not feeling well, so we're gonna finish off the show by letting you know next week we're gonna do our baseball preview. Yeah, it's a early pre uh, early spring training. I know the baseball is the only team that doesn't say preseason. Early spring training preview. Right. We're gonna have Justin Diamond on. Who we've had on before? He's going right. to strictly talk about the Justin Yankees. Diamond of uh, of Fanvolt. Fanvolt, thank and you. we're going to try to have <coughs> we're going to try in the works of getting some Met guys on. If not, we're all Met fans. Yeah, we could talk it out. Yeah. and uh, and break that down. I'm not worried about Met talk. <laughs> yeah, uh, but once again, thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to check out um, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, leave us comments, questions, anything with that regard. Um, comment on us, hopefully four stars, five stars, four, four stars, right? Let, yeah, I um, think it's five stars. Okay, five stars. Let us know how we're key. doing. Um, so we're doing this. Steve's done it the last four years. Uh, but once again, thank you for listening. And once again, thank you, Victor Cruz, my last cruise. And have a good night, everybody. Oh,